Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's primarily about music and creative culture in London. And on today's episode, I am talking about something very specific as a way to help me get back into recording episodes, because it's been a while since I've posted one. As you can see in the title, the topic of this episode is my history with open mics. I am pretty sure I did some sort of show in Exeter once upon a time at the Exeter Picture House Cinema upstairs in the cafe area and I remember making a little bit of a very basic A4 poster for it which basically had the logo that you've seen now for this podcast as well as loads of Japanese bands and the venue and date and time. It was not a big deal. It wasn't a deal at all. I can vaguely remember the other people I played with but not their names and I can't remember if it was an open mic or an actual show but I do know once I came to London I first started performing at open mics that were hosted by Viz the Spoon and he is quite the character I got the impression he's been a long-standing member of just the general London live music scene And it was at a venue called the Finsbury near Haringey Green Lane Station where I first performed. And that would have been me by myself with an electric guitar and a backing track on CD. I was recording songs that, or I was performing songs rather, that I still hope to be on the first album I make. And that I have played with a band now. So I was, I knew what I was about musically, although there's been a lot of material since then that I've now performed a lot more regularly at the open mics. But back then, I was just doing it to do it. Just to, I, It feels like the most obvious first step in putting your music out there. I always say, there's playing music in your room, there's playing your first show, and you need something in between. And that's the void that open mics fill. Viz the Spoon was a fantastic host. He really makes you feel at home and enthusiastic. And I remember distinctly, I think I was just trying to talk to him while someone was performing. And he politely asked me to wait because he doesn't think it appropriate to talk while someone is on stage performing. And that's something I really took to heart. So that was at the Finsbury by Haringey Green Lane Station, North London, we're talking here. In fact, I distinctly remember climbing a fence with my guitar on my back. And feeling like, yeah, you see, I am committed to this whole thing. That was, I struggle to think of the year. I'm going to say maybe 2015. And then I took a serious break from performing. And I can't, at the tip of my tongue, remember why specifically. I think just generally, I felt as though things weren't moving forward and I lost motivation. Also, this was back when the Finsbury, which is a great live venue, by the way. It's where I recorded my episodes about Elliot Smith. They have now got the, as you walk in, the live stage is on the left and the the desk is on the right. But back when I was doing open mics, the stage was on the right and the desk was on the left. So they had a, quite the renovation there. After doing my open mic nights with Viz the Spoon, the next time I did an open mic was the first time I met Romeo Crow and encountered UK open mic and that was Wednesday the 1st of June 2017. I know that date specifically, forgive the clicking by the way because I'm just about to dial up the evidence for why that is the specific date because there was another performer there named Freddie Matcher who's also been on this podcast and he 
posted on Instagram from that day. He is on Instagram as Freddy Matcha 14 F-R-E-D-D-Y-M-A-C-H-A-1-4. And he posted a, a slightly blurry picture of me. And he wrote, Uganda singer, hashtag saddest night out, does his debut a cappella at Romeo's Open Mic Wednesdays. And that was on... No, I th- he posted that, I think, on the 2nd. But... I posted a comment saying, so this is when it started. Thank you for taking this. I could never quite remember the date. I was beyond nervous that night. And he replied saying, yeah, you were excellent. Wednesday, 1st of June, 2017. That is um, an event that is forever etched in my memory because I had been putting off returning to open mics for the longest time. And it was one of those situations where you can always come up with new reasons for why you should wait a bit, wait a bit, wait a bit before you do it. So I finally said, no, I found an open mic. I'm going to go to it and I better have something prepared by the time I get there. And I had, I've said this to many people, whenever I talk to someone about doing open mics, whether they're new to it or were just bringing up old stories, I always talk about how I had my lyrics written on that day's Evening Standard newspaper. And as Freddie said, I sang a cappella was incredibly nervous you could hear the pub noise and everything behind me but i just wanted to embrace the worst case scenario realize the world doesn't end and then the only way is up you just have to get over that initial fear so once i did that first open mic i became a real regular presence at these open mics i met romeo who was also a fantastic host really made you feel welcome and he was really enthusiastic about your performance, which made you believe in yourself that much more. Again, all lessons I very much took to heart once I became a host. And I became a host, I think, around October 2017. So between the 1st of June and October, I was just going to a bunch of these open mics. Even then, Romeo had multiple open mic nights a week. And as much as it might be difficult to believe, anyone that's seen me at an open mic now, you know, I can be very boisterous, I fill the room, I really command everyone's attention. But I'm really an introvert. And when I was first attending these open mics, it felt taxing to try and make small talk and engage at whatever with the other performers or just other people in the room. So instead, I would tend to hover around the mixing desk and focus on learning that side of things. When I felt as though I had a purpose, I could feel a bit more at ease. It got to a point where Romeo, after each performer, the, typically the host would be Romeo, and he would turn down the instruments on the, mu- on the desk, turn up the house music, unplug the performer, you know, well done, great performance, get the next performer set up, do a quick sound check, and then introduce them. Thank the previous performer, introduce the next performer. It got to a point where sometimes I'd see a performer was about to finish, but Romeo was on the other side of the room. And at the time I thought, oh, he must be just a bit busy. Let me step in and help out. So I will be the one to turn down the house music and prep the next performer. Now I realise he was doing that deliberately in a way to train me to become a potential host. And my hosting began, I think, September. I sent Romeo a message. When I first started going, there was... That first open mic I did, Wednesday, 1st of June 2017, was at the Lucas Arms, a pub near King's Cross Station. There was another open mic at the Apple Tree in Clerkenwell and one at the Druid's Head in Kingston. And I can't remember which day of the week. I think Lucas Arms was Tuesday, Apple Tree was Thursday, Druid's Head was Sundays. 
Kingston is a long journey away from where I live, and there was one time I sent a message to Romeo saying, I can't make it to this one because I can't afford the train fare. And he replied saying, come to the next one and I'll pay for your train fare, and then I'll let you run the one after that. I had a fleeting thought of, wait a minute, I could have been getting paid for this? Was this an option the entire time? Have I just been doing this for free? But (laughs) that was, like I said, a fleeting thought. I came, he paid my train fare. This time I very deliberately shadowed what he was doing so I could remember it for when I was alone. And the first time I hosted an open mic was at the Lucas, at the Druid's Head in Kingston. And just before that, I had been invited to a person's studio, which was near Kingston, but not quite there. I can't quite remember the place. I want to say Surbiton, which is in that general area. So I went to this person's recording studio for the first time, very nervous about that. And then after that, I was going to host an open mic for the first time, even more nervous about that. And then on my way to the open mic, Romeo sent me a message saying, by the way, I might be half an hour or an hour late. So... Essentially, it was up to me. All sorts of panic ensued, but the night went smoothly. It was very much... I don't even know if it was a baptism by by fire, because I had had quite a lot of experience with it. It was just a new paradigm. Now there was no safety net. So that created some panic within me. I remember one of the main mistakes I made is that on the desks, on the mixing desks, there is an output for main so the main fader on the right hand side for the main volume that had an output but there was also an output for the control room if you were to use one of those and i plugged the speakers into the control room outputs and then turned up the fader for the main output and there was no sound and i thought oh no what have i done wrong i've plugged everything in where it should be but of course it was just that one minor oversight once i realized that the rest of the night technically speaking you know music and microphones etc was pretty okay. The uh, The main stress was just the Druid's Head was not a popular night for us. We'd be lucky to have two, three, four performers and they would often just do one lot of songs each and then leave to another more popular open mic. So it would be just me for the next two hours or so entertaining this pub. But there was one time I went to one of Romeo's open mics at the Druid's Head before I started hosting. It was a quiet one, and when it was a bit quieter in those days, we'd have a performer, then maybe 15 15 minutes of background music, and then the next performer. We'd space it out a bit. And I remember sitting down with Romeo and talking about my intentions and my goals for doing open mics, and I said, there is the classic story of the Beatles, a band you might have heard of, how before they were the Beatles in the UK as we know them, they were a band that played a lot in Germany. We're talking multiple times a day, and I'm pretty sure every day of the week. And that was very much a boot camp for them to become the hardened and well-worn musicians and performers so that when the big time came calling, they were ready for it. And I said to Romeo, I feel similarly about this period of time for me with the open mics. This is my boot camp. This is my Hamburg, where I'll just hit the stage, audiences who don't know who I am, playing with equipment I'm not familiar with, just to strengthen those muscles so that I am no longer intimidated by the stage. And I can very much testify that that that's a goal that's been achieved. So I started hosting open mics in October. There were, I think, the Druid's Head in Kingston. There was the Green Man by Bow Road Station. There was the Apple Tree in Clerkenwell. And there was the... 
No, wait. There was the Green Goose by Bow Road Station. There was the Green Man by Saint by Great Portland Street. There was one time around the Christmas season of 2017 when Romeo went on holiday. And when he came back, I, all of the open mics had said, we don't want them anymore. And I felt incredibly guilty about it because... Here, Romeo has entrusted me to keep them going in his absence, and when he returns, they've all said, no, thank you. And I very much felt as though it was my fault. He was, you know, he never said it was, but I couldn't help but feel that way. So there was a bit of a quiet period until around spring 2018. And it was the 3rd of April 2018 when I started hosting at The Reliance on Old Street. And around this time, I was doing the Reliance on Old Street. I was doing the London Welsh on Gray's Inn Road. And I was doing the Allsop Arms by Baker Street Station. And it was the 11th, not the 10th of April. So my second night hosting at the Reliance is when I recorded my first podcast episode from an open mic. And that is episode number 22 with a whole bunch of the performers from that night. So I had started up the podcast by this time, and just in general, I was starting to grow in my confidence of pursuing ideas that I had. Over the course of 2018, there were, I think I was at least doing maybe three open mics a week, still building experience, meeting a bunch of great musicians, doing interviews for the podcast, getting better at performing, at handling a crowd, etc., really becoming known as a host, doing a whole lot of drumming on the cajons with other performers and getting better at doing that as well, and just doing exactly as I said I would to Romeo, treating this as a boot camp to just become more confident and comfortable with the stage in front of a crowd. Around the start of 2019 is when Romeo developed our online system of signing up for the open mics, And that really was a massive boost to the attendance of the open mics. I I feel as though now UK Open Mic is a strong member of the live music family in London. It's something that is very well recognised. And people know when they come to one of these nights, they're going to be in for a good time. A little before that, we started training newer hosts as well. And that was a new facet of training for myself. I had very much learned at the feet of Romeo. And now I was very much... It got to a point where Romeo went from being the primary host that most people know to just being the name on emails because he was hosting less and less and I was hosting more and more. I had some fun with that and started talking about the legend of Romeo Crow. Some say he's 10 feet tall. Some say he has three arms or something like that. Just just playing up to the situation. But we started training newer hosts and that forced me to reappraise what it is I do in order to really simplify how to do this job for newcomers. And somewhere along the way, I started to feel less like the open mic is the thing and more like there are other things I want to do where hosting open mics was getting in the way of it. I found myself increasingly saying that, oh, that sounds like a really cool event, I'd love to go to it, but I'm hosting an open mic. I also found that there were more people who were coming to me as the the font of wisdom, as the person who can dish out advice at an open mic. And I remember I started going to open mics to seek wisdom and advice from others. And now the tables had turned and I was the one people were turning to, as though I was the veteran or the seasoned member of this society, which I was very flattered to hear. But it also made me feel that the time was approaching for me to move on to something else to challenge me and strengthen me in new ways. And also we were training new hosts and then saying, 
thank you for going through the training. We think you're ready to host, but you'll have to hold on until we have a night to give you. And inside I'm thinking, yeah, that's because I'm hosting about five of the nights a week, which was necessary for me financially, but maybe I'm getting in the way of newer talent getting a chance to spread their wings. All of which has led me to now decide the time is nigh to start stepping away from the open mics. Not completely, because the open mics are a drug I don't think I could ever completely quit. These days I am just doing Thursdays at the Nelsons in Hoxton and Fridays at the King's Head in Bayswater, so East and West London. I'm helping out with the newer hosts, I'm helping out with the logistics of the whole operation as well. But as far as hosting... I am forever indebted to the open mics for the skills and the experience they've given me. In fact, the shows that I have put on at Road Trip and the Workshop, to date, I think every performer I've had is someone I have found through the open mics. Not to mention the countless episodes of this very podcast that I've recorded with people I have found through the open mics. I'm very happy I started the podcast and felt like I had something that was more my own. I'm very happy that that has grown into shows. I want to focus more energy on that. So that is why I am starting to recede a bit from hosting open mics. And let me be the first to say thank you to anyone who said, oh no, you're leaving, but you're really good, etc. We really want to stick around and so on. Thank you so much for those kind words. But trust me, give it a month or so and you'll completely forget I ever hosted because our new hosts will be every bit as breathtaking as I have been. But they've made many memories. I'm, again, really glad I made the podcast because a lot of the memories I've made from the open mics are available for me and anyone else to revisit on the episodes of these podcasts. Just off the top of my head, the first time I met Sean, meeting Zosha, talking to Romeo on the bus, which was an episode I did before the first one at an open mic. That was episode 17. Uh, uh, the first road trip show that I put on with Juliet and Nanette and Delilah Black and Mr. Buckley and its own animal. All people I'd met through the open mics. All people I'd had on episodes. I think Juliet and Nanette I first interviewed at one of their shows. Delilah Black and Buckley, it was at a niece bar. Its own animal, I first spoke to him at... Nelson's, there was, oh, I don't know, there's just too many to mention, but thankfully, all anyone I haven't mentioned right now, they can be found via the podcast, and God willing, those episodes will be up for all eternity, so we can always revisit the time capsule of what this period of time was like, and hopefully in the near future, it will be my saddest night out shows that I get to focus on, as well as playing shows as loads of Japanese bands. Now that I've had a taste of playing in a full band and playing my songs the way I've always wanted to, that's the new drug that I'm very much hooked on and want to get more of. So that will be where I'm focusing more. I'll still be doing the podcast, so I'll still be keeping in touch with people I've spoken to before, and you can still keep in touch with me and see what I'm doing next. But thank you massively, primarily to Romeo Crow for bringing me on board. Also to Viz The Spoon for being a great host. I think he's doing, if he's not doing open mic night still, I know he's doing live music in London just in general. Thank you to everyone who has passed through my doors in various venues. Thank you to all of the venues that have had us 
or rather that have had me, because the UK Open Mic will still exist, and I haven't even mentioned it yet. Go to UKOpenMic.com to see the Open Mic Nights that we are currently doing and to reserve your spots to perform as well. And yeah, that's, that's how I'm feeling about Open Mics. Here's to the next frontier that will continue to strengthen me and help me grow in new ways. A new avenue that will at first feel uncomfortable, but over time I hope to start to feel at home at, and then again, move on to the next thing. So, this is my return to recording the podcast. Apologies for being away for so long. Hopefully, I'll do a couple more episodes today. I am at work as I record this. I'm at Caffrey Studios. There are a bunch of artists who are about to make their arrival, so I need to get their rooms ready. Somehow, no one has called the studio while I've been recording this, because I recorded this episode yesterday. Today is Sunday the 6th. I recorded this Saturday the 5th, but I was interrupted with phone calls. And then when I came back to recording, I realized I hadn't pressed record. So I did about 20 minutes of really getting into everything everything I've gotten into now and then realized I hadn't recorded it. So today, Sunday the 6th, is actually take, well, it's really like take 50 because I've done so many starts and stops of this because it's been a while. But thank you very much for sticking around. Thank you for listening. You can find me online at Saddest Night Out on all social media. And you can email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com. And you can still find me at the open mics, ukopenmic.com. Thank you again for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.